you follow me on social media, you have probably seen me post about my superfood probiotic shots that I take every single morning. I've been using these biome supplements for the past year and I absolutely love them. Biome is your one-stop shop for supplements that support overall wellness by helping you optimize your gut health. I love taking these superfood probiotic shots to start my day because not only have I noticed a big improvement in my health, they also taste delicious. Head over to biomehealth.com. That's B-I-O-H-M health.com and use my code Hannah for 20% off your order. I'll link it in the description below. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday and welcome back to another episode of the ByWord Show. I'm so glad you're here. You guys are in for a treat today because I have the inspired lady, Belle Grubb, with us here today, which is so sweet because she's actually one of my real life friends. And honestly, she's such a treasure and I can't wait to share her with you guys. So before we dive in, please hit pause, screenshot this episode, share it, tag us so we can see it, all the good things, and then come on back. We are so excited for this episode. If you listen to the Inspired Lady podcast, which if you don't already, what are you doing? You should because it's so good. Well, Belle on her show always starts out by telling us what she is drinking. So to follow suit, I knew it was coming today. So I brought my own drink here with us. I'm drinking a rose tea. But Belle, we have to know what you're drinking. Yes. Okay. So we have a unique drink today. It is a latte, but it has sesame milk instead of our regular almond milk. And it's black. I did not know sesame seed milk is black, but it is. So it's very dark and murky looking, but it tastes good. And that's all I care about. It's getting the energy flowing. Yes. Need today. That is so funny. I've never even heard of that, but I'll have to I try know. it. All know, these unique crazy. milks out there. Yeah, I've been trying to try more milks because there there are so many. You've got all the crazy ones. Yeah. And I really just have decided I'm an almond milk girl. I like the basic, <laughs> but it's okay. We're, we're still trying. I'll keep you posted. I love that. I love that. You guys, if you're listening, you should tag us and share what drink you're, you're having right now as well. That'd be so fun. <laughs> oh, please do. I love it. Yes, I want to be inspired. I feel like I need more fun drinks to try. And listen, you've been inspiring me about the matcha. I'm going to get there. Yeah. Maybe today. Maybe I'll just go out today and try one. I'm so scared. Mm. I'm scared. Yeah. We'll have to. Yeah. Yeah. We need to find you a really good matcha to try. Also, you guys, this is the perfect time to tag us in your drinks because I feel like fall drinks are the best drinks. Maybe oh, I'm hands biased. Down. Because I'm like a chai girl, and I feel like that's a very fall vibe drink. But... It's because there's a cinnamon flavor. It's got the spices. Yeah. It smells like fall. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Anyway, I'm already feeling inspired, so oh, I feel great. like we can just we can just hit the ground running on this one. Yes, so, let's do it. Belle, before we get started, will you just introduce yourself for those who aren't your best friend yet? Like, we're ready. Let's just get – y'all are going to love her. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. My name is Belle. I was born and raised in Chicago. So if you hear those accents start to come out a little bit, it's that Chicago like growth in me. But anyways, um, moved to Texas last year, met Hannah. And let me just say, I am so blessed by Hannah because when I first went to our church, everyone was like, oh my gosh, do you know Hannah Hughes? I kid you not. I walked up to someone. They're like, you have to meet Hannah. And I was like, okay, sure. And then they're like, oh my gosh, you're Hannah, the next person. Everyone wanted me to meet you. So I finally met you. And I was like, oh, I was like, this is my girl. This is my person. I love her. So I'm very, very excited to have Hannah on my podcast and to be on yours. Oh, I just love you so much. So grateful for you. But yes, 
I am married. That's why I'm here in Texas. I got married and I started the Inspired Lady podcast just a couple of weeks ago. It's still kind of fresh and new, but we've been having so much fun over there and just talking about all the fun things, whether it's deep and talking about eating disorders or super just chill fall essentials, everything you need for fall. Like we're just having all the fun over there. And yeah, I work for an anti-human trafficking ministry called Project Rescue. So they take up a lot of my time, but in the best way possible. I love what I do with them and can talk about that for a million hours. So got to get back on track. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you mean. Yeah, that's so awesome. Well, like she said, she just started the Inspired Lady podcast. I am a devoted follower. I just can't get enough and I love it. And so I wanted her to come and talk to us today about this idea of living inspired because I don't know, it's so easy to just start going through life and missing out on all the beauty and goodness and inspiration around us. So Will you just share a little bit about your journey, how you got to this place of really living inspired? Like what, what has that been like for you? Absolutely. So this kind of started back when I was younger. I grew up struggling with eating disorders really, really badly and actually got to the point where doctors told me, hey, if you don't get better, you're not going to survive and you can't have kids anymore. So it was a really hard time. And I remember telling God, okay you know what? I don't have the strength to do this anymore. So if you want me to do something with my life, you're going to have to get me there because I'm out. I'm done trying and you want to heal me, heal me. So that was about when I was either 15 or 16. And what God did was he picked up all of these broken pieces in me and gave me a passion to live life, but not just the everyday, truly living this inspired life that was so full and glorifying to him. And it just completely altered everything through the course of just a few months. And I was speaking at events, helping younger girls with their own eating disorders. I was going to college, getting a biblical studies degree. So I was learning more about God and it just changed everything for me in that moment of really deciding This isn't the life that I was called to, and it's not the life I want. So I want to be inspired in my day-to-day to really live the best life. That is so, so beautiful. I really love that. And it's so amazing to think that came out of your story. And I feel like a lot of the times, unfortunately, because I've I've been in similar situations, it, it takes us getting to that really dark place to kind of wake up to the reality that whoa, this is my one life to live and I don't want to waste it. And so it's been just so beautiful hearing your story and now watching the way you live and you just you just glow. And so I love that you really truly do live this out. So talk to us about what this is actually, how it has played out for you. Like what does inspiration mean to you and why do you think it's so important? Oh my gosh, yes. I'm all about the practical, tangible steps, you know? And so for me, inspiration is not just that beginning spark at the beginning of a new journey or an idea. It's really the discipline and motivation to continue on. If you're living an inspired life, you are waking up each day, maybe not feeling empowered, but being willing to be empowered and to continue on the journey that you have been set on. So I feel like When I think about being inspired, it's just this empowerment that we as women often push away because we think we need to do things on our own strength. 
And so we will push away divine inspiration or community inspiration to power through what we think we ourselves need to do. But really, to be inspired, we have to be seeking our creator and we have to be just pulling from the people around us and trying to strive to be the best us. We're not going to be some crazy cool person like Jenny Allen or something because they're already their person. Let's be our own, you know? Let's be our own unique person and be inspired through that. So I feel like inspiration is just that beginning idea, that motivation and the discipline to continue all the way through your journey. That's so good because I feel like it's easy to see in this TikTok world we live in where everything is about aesthetics and everything is like, oh, we got to be that girl. Like it can be a lot about the image part, but really I love that you've taken this approach to inspired living. That's really just like, like a level of intention behind everything that you do. And that is so cool. I love that perspective so much. And something else that you touch on that I think is so brilliant is this, this idea that we hear a lot right now, like living your best life, right? And, and there's this kind of contradiction, I feel like, in the church world of like, ooh, living your best life, living my best life, being my best self. But a lot of the time when we hear that, it's very self-focused. It's very me-centered. It's like, ooh, living for me, giving myself the best, you know, that kind of thing. But the spin that you've put on it and you talk about a lot is living your best life for the glory of God, like motivated by, I want to be my best to give God my best. So talk to us about that. What has that journey been like? And what, yeah, how does all that come together for you? Absolutely. I feel so strongly that God has created us in such a unique and authentic way, but he has created us to live our best lives, okay? And not in a way that we're seeking fulfillment for ourselves, as you said, but to glorify him. That is why we are created. We were created to feel this fulfillment in our relationship with him. And so when we don't have that fulfillment in our relationship with him, we seek it in other ways to live our best lives because really we all want to be our truest, fullest selves and be who we were authentically made to be. But sometimes we go about that the wrong way. And so I feel like to live our best lives, we have to A, take care of that relationship with God. That's number one, most important. B, we've got to take care of our bodies. That's so, so key. We have to be fueling our bodies with food that nourishes us and prepares us for what we're called to do and continuing on our journey. We have to be ready to take care of our minds and protecting it from things that is really damaging to our mindset, but also nourishing it and nurturing it to the point where we're able to be thinking about things that help us grow, be focused on those positive things. And then we have to be able to just love on our community around us. And that's a big part of it is we can't be so focused on living our best lives that it's only about us living our best lives, but we're sharing that that joy, that peace that comes out of it with everyone around us. So living your best life is so community focused. And that's where I feel like there's a big disconnect. Because if I was only going to live my best life and stay in my little apartment, in my little corner and not do anything with it, I'm missing the mark. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. So I just really have been feeling lately within the last year that 
I was loving learning all about my body and how to better take care of it, my relationship with God. And I felt like I was stepping in this role of like truly living my best life, but it didn't look like the girls on TikTok. So that girl, you know, it wasn't waking up at 5.30 because if I woke up at 5.30, I was drained and had no motivation for the rest of the day. So I was like, well, that's not living my best life. So I would had to disconnect this that girl trend or the girls that I saw on TikTok living their best lives and realize it's unique to me. My best life is the way that God created me to live. And maybe that really is the way that God created them. 5.30 a.m. working out and then journaling. That is truly their best lives. And that's amazing. That's so good. But that's not me. And it's so unique to each individual because the relationship with God is unique to each individual. And finding that tension is so key to really living who you were authentically supposed to live as. Wow. That is so, so good. And and just you touched on so, so many important things right there. And I feel like that's really the core of it is getting to this point where it's not so consumed with, oh, what's working for her? What is she doing? Like, what should I be doing based on other people's success or other people's image or whatever, you know, that will never really fulfill us. That will never satisfy us. There will always be something else. Like we'll never reach that enough quote enough. If we are constantly measuring our purpose or our whatever, like based on other people. So I think that was such a huge point. And even as you were talking there at the end, I was just I just got this image of being in a different kind of cycle. Cause I feel like when we're looking at other people, we get caught in these cycles of comparison and shame. But when you are focused on God, who have you designed me to be and how can I live that out in the world by serving others and loving you? Like that gets us caught in a cycle that really the inspiration never runs out because you're constantly growing. You're constantly getting closer to God. You're constantly loving and being in relationship with others. I mean, hopefully, I feel like that's the ideal design, right? <laughs> and it's not perfect, but but truly like when we live that way, when it's like, okay, God, I'm seeking you. Show me how to live and be my best version of myself. And that comes out in our outward expression and loving and caring for others then then we're constant like it's a natural byproduct to be inspired because we're continually growing and we're continually showing up as the person we were designed to be i'm so glad you emphasized that because you're so so right so what are some things that you have seen get in the way of that process like i know we've talked a little bit about comparison or maybe shame or whatever like looking to other people but are there other things that maybe you've experienced or seen in other women that get in the way of that inspiration process yes absolutely i think again the uniqueness of the way you are inspired is similar to the way that you are uninspired so i feel like it's really good for each and every person to reflect on things that make them feel like they are not necessarily motivated to wake up every day. But a few things that I've noticed in my own life is just when I become stagnant in a routine, that is huge for me, is if my routine is the same every single day, it can be really draining for me to wake up and feel like I'm going through the motions and not really changing my life or changing someone else's life or impacting anyone's life. I'm just going. And I think the mundaneness that oftentimes women can find themselves in because there's so much on our plates. We have to accomplish X, Y, Z throughout the day. So we get into this zone 
where it's just day in, day out, same thing. And we're forgetting that we have a little bit more control over that. We can really fill our days, those moments, because everyone has those moments of free time. And if your moments of free time are spent watching other women chase their dreams, or maybe sitting back and feeling like, you know what, I don't have anything to offer today, so I'm just not going to do anything. That's where you're losing your inspiration because you can be filling those moments with what I love to call non-negotiables. So as much as I don't like a stagnant routine of waking up at the same time, doing the same thing every single day, you do have to have a little bit of structure to your day to continue to chase the goals that you've set for yourself. Otherwise, you're just going to be chaotic and all over the place. So there's that tension, that balance. And I think that non-negotiables are huge. And I highly suggest that everyone sets three non-negotiables for either their morning, their day, whatever that looks like. And these are three things that no matter what the routine looks like, how structured it is or how unstructured it is, you know you have to do these three things. So for me personally, this is I wake up and get an ice water and I put electrolytes in it because I am so dehydrated in the morning. I don't know. I never thought I was a mouth sleeper, but maybe I am. Maybe I'm just like losing all of the electrolytes. Anyways, wake up so dehydrated. And the first thing I was doing for a long time was drinking coffee and I would just feel even more drained during the day. So I realized that was something I needed to change so I could live my best life. And I drink electrolytes with ice water first thing in the morning. And that's just such an easy, easy task. And if I'm feeling extra lazy, I lay it out the night before. So that way there's literally no excuse and you just make those steps so much easier. So that's my first non-negotiable. My second one is my time with God. Usually this is while I'm drinking my water. We have it stack over here at Inspired Lady. We all about doing multiple things. And my time with God also has to be flexible. Sometimes that's turning on worship music and just sitting in his presence and just being for a few minutes because the routine is heavy that day. The needs are heavy, but I just need some time to feel my creator and to connect. Other times, I am hungry for his word. And I have my computer open with Blue Letter Bible. I've got all my highlighters out. I've got my daily grace study, my multiple translations. Like we are going hard. Because like I said, I was a biblical studies major. So like they get intense, but it depends. All I know is I need time with God at some point during the day. And then my last one is I have to change clothes. And that sounds maybe a little easy. I work from home. So the ease of just chilling in sweatpants all day can sometimes really take over. But what I found was I wasn't living an inspired life when I would stay in my sweatpants because it was easier to just lounge and be. So changing my outfit. Those are my three non-negotiables. There are some mornings where I wake up and I have a 15-step plan and I'm check, 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 like just killing it. And then there's some mornings where those three non-negotiables are hard enough in and of themselves. But having those three things means that every day I am starting with something and giving myself a foundation to continue on that day with motivation and energy. And that is vital to continuing on. Now, you don't need to wake up at 5.30 for these things. Sometimes that's a 5.30 morning. Sometimes that's an 8 o'clock morning. But giving yourself grace to live your best life, and however that looks like for you, is so, so important. And I think if you really sit back and think, okay, what are my three non-negotiables? 
that will help you in this journey of staying inspired when it's really, really hard, when you wake up and don't feel motivated, when you don't feel it, when you're comparing yourself to other people, you're feeling the shame. Set those non-negotiables and that will make it so much smoother in those seasons of struggle. That's so good. And that's such a great idea. I feel like that is such a practical and uh, like attainable way to approach it because we were just talking about this, you guys, on Bell's podcast. We were talking about goal setting and just this pressure that we sometimes put on ourselves to be inspired and do all of these great, amazing things and be that person that we want to be, like being our best selves. But really, honestly, it's just, it doesn't have to be so complicated. I love that just idea of simplifying. It's like, okay, what can I commit to every day? Three things? Absolutely. And like you said, habit stacking, like let's put them together. Like just creating a space where you're ticking your boxes and you're, you're, you're taking your steps forward, but it's not this huge drawn out thing that becomes a burden for you because I definitely feel like that is not how we were created to live. Like inspiration, living inspired and, and this journey to becoming a better version of yourself every day should not be something that is a weight on us. Yeah. Obviously we want to stretch and grow, but it's not something that should be weighing us down. Like becoming the person God has designed us and calling us to be should be a really fun and cool process. Obviously there's going to be challenges sometimes, but especially when you're in relationship with him and you're in community, it's such a beautiful, fun process where we just get to experience his goodness all along the way. So I just think that approach is so brilliant for this. Mm-hmm. I have found it being, it's just been so helpful. And the people that I've talked to, cause this is something I've talked about on my podcast. They were like, this is like life-changing in the smallest way yes. because no matter what, I know what I have to do today and it's not a 20-step plan, but it's also pushing me a little bit because there are days when, trust me, I don't want to do any of that. I'm not here for it, but we show up. Yes. It's, that's so good. I really, really love that. So this is this just came to me. So this is a little off-the-cuff question. So what would you say are some of your favorite tools or resources or products? Like if somebody was going to ask you like, I don't know, how do I get started? Like, how do I get inspired if I'm starting from absolute scratch? Like what are some things that you would recommend? Oh my gosh, this is so fun. Okay. Um, all right. So if I'm talking to my Christian girlies right now and you are in the beginning phases of really diving into the word every day, I would say daily grace is a huge tool because their Mm. studies are very in-depth, but so digestible and Mm. very simple. They're not super long, but they do make you think there's a little bit of journaling, a little bit of reading, nothing too crazy. So if you're in the beginning phases of being like, you know, I want to get in the word every day, but I also don't really know what that looks like. I actually have one like right behind me. If you're watching this, mm. you can see it right there. That's one of my <laughs> daily grace studies right now. And they're, they have $5 sales. Don't buy them at full price because I swear they have $5 okay. sales every single week. That's a big That's one. That's amazing. Yes. Highly suggest that. If you're looking for some fun wellness things, okay, I am a big proponent of ice rolling, okay? I don't know if it Ooh. actually works, okay? <laughs> But it makes me feel so just on top of things when I'm ice rolling. So I put my little ice roller in the freezer at night and then I just pop it in in the morning and I roll and it feels good. It makes me feel very awake and I love it. It They're like $8. So very small investment. And again, I don't know the science behind it. Some people swear by it. Some people say it's (laughs) fake. 
but it is fun to do. I really love that. And then yeah. um, I am a huge, people call them emotional support water bottles. Um, I love a good <laughs> tumbler like this. Oh, yeah. Yes. I feel like if you have a good tumbler, you're going to want to drink your water throughout the day. So mm-hmm. get yourself some electrolyte packets. That can be drip drop, liquid IV, hydrant. There's a ton of them. You just pour it in here, mix it up, put a lemon in there if you want, and you're good to go. And look, at it's so cute. So yes. I feel like you need a good tumbler. I could go on about this for forever, so I'll stop <laughs> at the three. But if you also want, my Amazon storefront has a ton of just fun favorites for this sort of stuff. Yes. Like wellness, Bible studying, all of that. So feel free to okay. check that out. Yes, we'll have to link that because you guys honestly – Belle is living it. Like she truly is the inspired lady and she's always sharing her resources and I'm always getting ideas from her. So if you need some, head over to the inspired lady podcast and Belle's Instagram. Um, but that's so good. And I feel like, yeah, it should be fun. It should be practical. It should be things that we enjoy that we can implement every single day. So I love that. I I'm the same. I'm like, how can I make this really easy for myself? (laughs) Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I mean, even little things, like if you know, you want to work out in the morning, lay your outfit out the night before. Because first of all, you're not going to want to put that away and admit to yourself that you did not do it. So lay it out. And then just when your alarm goes off, just mindlessly go put your outfit on and then you have to go. You have to go do it because you're dressed. So like little things like that. Oh, so easy to just implement into your day. At night, I usually feel inspired for my next day. I'm like, my future self is going to kill it tomorrow. So there we go. I lay out the outfit and we're set. So just little things like that can change the way that you go about your day and that preparedness. I love it. So, so talk to us about the seasons when you are not inspired, like when you are not feeling motivated, when you, I don't know, maybe feel isolated or any of the challenges and things that can come up. How do you process through that and, and get inspired again? Absolutely. So This time last year, I was newly married. I'd been married for a month. So um, we had just moved to Texas. We hadn't found like a church. I didn't have any friends yet. And I do work from home. So I wasn't even around coworkers. I was really just kind of by myself in a new state. And I was feeling so lost. I didn't really know what my purpose was. I didn't know how to get where I wanted to go. I didn't even know where I really wanted to go. And it was just such a season of feeling like, okay, God, I'm ready to go. Like, just tell me what to do. Take me out of this. But I think if it wasn't for that season, I would not be prepared to be where I am today because there was so much learning and growth that happened there. So if you're in a season where you just feel like, You don't know how to take the next step. You don't even know where the next step is headed because what is the end goal? Lean into that. Don't feel like you have to rush through it and hit this peak season of inspiration and you're just writing down ideas and creating content or killing it in your job or just doing whatever that looks like for you. Lean into the season of uninspiration and allow yourself to rest because rest is so important. And when I'm inspired and feeling like there's so many things to do, rest is the first thing to go because I have too much to do. And burnout comes then. So as much as a season of inspiration is so amazing and exciting, there's also some cons to it. And if you don't have that season of feeling uninspired, you may not have that time to 
rejuvenate the soul, to reconnect with God in a deeper way and to rest. So I would say lean into it and focus on your time with God, maybe extend it a little bit. Maybe give yourself 30 minutes, set a timer on your phone, flip it over and just spend 30 minutes in prayer or journal your prayers. I love to write letters to God. Journaling prayer is so powerful and tell him what you're going through because we're meant to go through the highs and lows, but that doesn't mean that the low has to necessarily be painful or bad. It can be restful and just a season where you feel like God is just wrapping his arms around you and preparing you for the next high. But with that being said, if you feel like you've been in a low for a really long time and you're just not coming out of it, pray about it. And that sounds so cliche, but I used to think that it was not okay for me to pray for success because if God wanted me to, like, if I'm on the path for success, I don't need to pray about it because I'm going there. And if I have to pray about it, maybe I'm not on the right path and I'm doing this for me and not for him. And it was this whole mindset of feeling like I couldn't pray for what I wanted because maybe it wasn't what God wanted. It was what I wanted. But what's really cool about prayer is when you're praying to God, he changes your heart to match his and to change your will to fit what he has perfectly ordained for you. So yes, you're praying and you're like, all right, God, you know, I really want this, but maybe he's going to show you and say, yeah, I know you think that, but actually you're supposed to be over here and it's going to be 10 times better. But you can't see that if you're not talking to God, if you're not praying. So really just talk to God, journal those prayers and let him speak to you. Fill that silence and just be in his presence. Because when you do that in a season of uninspiration, he's going to pull you in the direction that's going to inspire you. You will be inspired when you're drawing near to him and just leaning on his will and not your own. Because so many times we're drained and uninspired when we're doing things that we think we should be doing or we want to be doing. So when we pivot, that inspiration comes. Oh my gosh, that's so, so good, Belle. Wow, I love that so much. And truly, this has just been such a good conversation and I wish it was one that was had more because I feel like it's so easy to look at these highlight reels on Instagram and social media and see, oh, these people are so inspired all the time. Like I'm just sitting over here in my dump, like throwing a pity party, like when, you know, and it's, it's true. It's not every day is going to be picture perfect, but when your focus is growing closer to the Lord and growing into all that he has called you to be, it is the most beautiful and fulfilling and satisfying and rewarding process. So I'm so, so thankful that you're speaking to this topic and you are doing your podcast and you are just doing what you do in the world because it matters and it is so, so needed. So thank you so much for being here today and sharing your story and this message. So please, before we go, tell us where can everybody connect with you, learn more, listen to the podcast, all the things. All the things. Okay. So my main Instagram is at Bell M Grub with two Bs. And that's where you can find me personally. And then my Amazon storefront, my Aerie discount, all of the good things. Um, but if you're looking for my podcast, the Inspired Lady Podcast, you can head to the Instagram. It's just called at Inspired Lady Show. That's where we post when new episodes go up, which is every Wednesday. So Wednesday conversations are super fun. We have some amazing episodes coming up, including the one with Hannah. So I know you're going to want to listen to that because she tells us some really good tangible ideas on goal setting. And I'm so excited for that. So that's all the things. And 
Hannah, thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. I just love your podcast, the way you present things, the platform you give to women. So thank you for being such a vessel and just using your gifts to glorify God because you are the epitome of an inspired lady. You are her. Thank you so much. I adore you, Belle, and I am so, so grateful. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the Byword Show. I love having you here and I'm so thankful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to come hang out with me on Instagram and remember, I am cheering you on.